Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project's podcast show brought to you by our family on the newfilipina.com. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos and Nani Dominguez-Smith. After three seasons of sharing stories for Panais and by Panais, we've gained the knowledge and language to articulate our experiences. And now we're ready to tell our own. As we venture off into the world of business partnership, we want to bring you along for the ride. Keep listening to hear how we explore our Panay identities together as podcasters, content creators, and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get into the show. Yay! (laughs) Okay, well... Yeah, Nani, let's get into it. Okay. First and foremost, hi, I've missed you. Hi, I've missed you as well. Since how's, Tuesday, how's your it's week been so long? Yeah, yeah, we last spoke on Tuesday. So how's your life been since Tuesday? <laughs> My life has been actually uh, better than it has been in recent times this week. I got good news at work, which then, mm, of course, right. followed with a bunch of extra work. (laughs) Mm. So now the responsibilities are kind of being piled on. And now I don't have a excuse to complain about it. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I have to do it. And so this week has really been overwhelming in the sense that I feel like I'm behind on a lot of things because I have had to do this reprioritization of my time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to come up with a better strategy that I have been using going forward because I see myself burning out really quickly at the rate that I am going. So I'm also trying to just like, bahala na, let it go. (laughs) Say like, I'll get to it when I get to it. And I'm going as fast as I can. (laughs) There you go. How about Uh, Hannah has joined us. Hi, Hannah. Good to see you. Happy Friday. I don't have my tripod. So that's why it looks like I'm, I'm kind of like looking down on people, but just know that's not on purpose. I mean, I guess it is on purpose because I forgot my tripod. As for me, it's been a good week. Yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah, it's been a good week. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Yesterday was actually speaking of period. Yesterday was not a good day because it was my time of the month. And did you start your period? Yeah, it's one of those like once a month things where I'm just like just bedridden. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yesterday was one of those days. But other than that, I would say that I'm doing all right. And I'm always one to practice gratitude. So yes, I'm glad that you're doing great. And I know some of the finer details, which I will not disclose to our listeners, because that's more of like a Christmas with Jen and Nani thing on our private podcast show on the newfilipina.com. Just let that right in there. But also because we are here to actually this episode today, I'm really excited for today because I set up our agenda to focus on our community, Nani. Oh, Rachel's here. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> I hope you don't mind this filter. If it looks like I'm looking down on y'all, it's because I forgot my iPhone tripod. So I found the best way to try to hold my phone up without like it toppling over. But it also makes me look like I'm looking down on everyone. But just know that's not how I feel about anyone. We're all equal. Okay. I'm sure I'm highly caffeinated enough to be here today. So, 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 so today's agenda, Nani, we were talking about this like five minutes before we went live because that's what we do. I wanted to dedicate today to just highlighting our incredible community here on Instagram, as well as the newfilipina.com, which is our... Oh, Nani is helping me describe our online platform better. We're calling it our app. We have an app. 
<laughs> so the Tifa Project, y'all. Okay, big announcement. If you didn't know already, Tifa Project has an app, has a mobile mm-hmm. app in which you can download today if you join us on thenewfilipina.com. And so, Nani, would you briefly like to explain what we're now calling our app? <laughs> we're not calling it our app. It is our <laughs> app, and it is your one gateway to the entire Tifa Project community. So if you download our app, you can get access to the different spaces that we have available on our platform for our Tifa family. The first is the Chismas Corner, which is where we all just gather and hang out virtually and shoot the shit with each other, talking about everything and anything, life and culture, personal development, entrepreneurship. We drop links to good TikTok videos and Instagram reels and just news and updates that we are finding out in our virtual community. We also have on the newfilipina.com, aka our app, the Tifa yes. Project app. We have our book club, so you can join our book club and read with us. Very nice, Jen. I feel like we're sorry. in a rave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm distracting you. I was all like, I feel like okay. the current filter I have is distracting. Okay, yeah, I'll, you know, I think, I'll stick to it. I'll stick to it. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with it. You know? Okay, okay, okay. It's, sorry. it's entertaining at the least. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Okay. All right. So Chismas Corner. Chismas Corner, book club, and we also have our Chismas with Jen and Nani private podcast, the rated R version of the Tifa Project podcast on the newfilipina.com, aka our app. So those are just a few of the spaces that you have access to, and we're still building out more. So stay tuned. Yes, we are incredibly in excited. And yes, in the app, in the app, <laughs> keyword app, APP as in application, I think. Yes, correct. Okay. I'm like late in the game about this. I was like, I thought it was called out. Anyway, there you app go, y'all. Is not a word on its own. This is a knowledge of a podcaster app, yeah. we call it. I do know, by the way, I do know where the name podcast came from. Ooh, so, enlighten so, us. Yes, yes. So podcast came from the, like, remember when back then, like the apps, like the tiny music, we had the music app. I don't remember the name of it. It was, a, uh, but it was just meant to play music. The old, like, handheld Apple thing. You know what I'm talking about? I, don't, I forgot the name. If anyone knows the name, just iPod? let me know. iPod. iPod. That's right. <laughs> I, iPod. Wow. Have we really moved They're so, so far away that we can't remember the yeah. name of the iPod? There's so many eyes, right? It's like yeah. iPhone, iPad, iPad. Yeah. Blah, I mean, blah, we're just blah, blah, blah. so, so much more technologically yes. advanced now from the iPod that yes. it's just a mere afterthought at this point. <laughs> exactly. So the iPod. Okay. If you could already tell the word pod, the word pod is in podcast, iPod. So back then, yeah, back then, Adam Curry and a bunch of other like, you know, white guys came together and they were like, hey, what if in addition to just adding music into the iPod, we can add like a radio station? And so they found a way like long story short, because I'm going to butcher the story. And we actually have actually if anyone wants to read about this, we do have it in our academic paper, PanaiPodcasters.com. Check it out. It's free. It's available right right. now. PanaiPodcasters.com. But what they did was they found a way to pretty much democratize radio into the iPod. So essentially what they did was they married the iPod with broadcasting. So iPod broadcast. Mm -hmm. And then together they called it podcasts. Wow. Because you're broadcasting on an iPod. That actually makes a lot of sense. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward to today because the podcast exists because of Apple. That's where it all began. And that is why... When people start a podcast, you have to upload your RSS feed 
onto Apple, the Apple store. And then once it's up there, then pretty much all the other podcasts, I think you call it aggregators, like podcast channels, they typically pull from the Apple podcast place because that's like where it originally is. And so yeah. the Apple podcast, I believe till this day, is kind of like the main place where you still have to get your show approved to be on their channel. But once you get it on there, it's easier for the other podcast channels to aggregate, like to pull from there and you know create their own radio station and stuff like that. So fun fact for you all, I don't know if anyone knew that, but the word podcast comes from iPod and broadcasting coming together. Yeah, that actually makes wow. a lot of sense. Thank you yes. for that history. Yes. Yeah, see, I may not know the long word of app, but I do know where podcasting <laughs> came from. All right. So like I mentioned today, we just really want to focus on highlighting our community because, you know, this is partly why we only publish an episode on the Tifa Project once a month because we are having so many incredible, incredible conversations on the newfilipina.com as well as our reflection series. And so I really just want to highlight a couple of them. Nani, that's really what I want to do today. And and of course, we're going to mention some news, but really just kind of sharing, sharing what's been going on in our community. And, you know, hopefully if you all are interested, you'll hear all the ways to get involved with us, whether it's joining us on the newfilipina.com or, you know, subscribing to our newsletter or even taking a stab at our free five-day reflection series on Instagram. So speaking of which, I want to start with the reflection series, Nani, because we had started this out again. We already had two cohorts. Uh, hi, everybody. Wait, hold up. So we have a couple people here. We have Nara Studio, past hey, guest. Good yes. to see you. Bayani. Oh, they were here last time. Hello. It's good to see you again. Bayani. Hey, Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Um, can I spell it for you? Bayani Katapang. <laughs> it's awful. I can't even pronounce my middle name. It's hard to pronounce. Yeah, Katapang. Okay, cool. Thank you. C. Rojas. Sorry. That's my or cousin. Hi, cousin. Hi, cousin. If she's still here. Yeah. And then we have Jeannie Bean Marie. Y'all like should not let me pronounce your usernames, by the way, because <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I think next time I'm just going to spell it out because I don't want to insult anyone. So. Yeah, but good to see you all. Happy Friday. So glad you guys can join us. Hello, hello. And Seeds of Three, good to see you again. So we are art though. We are art though. Hey guys, wow. We're seeing like some regulars now, Nani. Like, yeah, happy Friday. I know. Thank you guys for joining us again. Yeah. Happy Friday. Yes. I hope you don't mind this filter. Otherwise, you're going to see my company logo. My daytime job is behind yeah. me. If so I'm anyone has a it. problem with the filter, <laughs> put in the comments below. If you want Make Jen to change your filter. Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you want Jen to change your filter, just let us know. Oh, thank you, Rachel. Yes, Rachel shared our academic paper. So if, if anyone wants to learn about the history of podcasting, like how the word podcasting came to be. So it's really a cross between iPod, like the old school iPods and broadcasting like put together. So that's where podcasting came from. But if you want to read more about the history of it, as well as the history of the Tifa project, check out PanayaPodcasters.com. Thank you, Rachel, so much for sharing that. So with the Reflection Series, Nani, would you like to just give our listeners a brief overview of what our Reflection Series is? Yeah. So our Reflection Series essentially replaces our old school traditional interview format that we used to do on the podcast. And the reason for that is because we had slowed down interviewing at first and then eventually came to a full stop all the while our waiting list for people wanting to be interviewed continued to grow and grow and grow. And this is our way of keeping 
or offering, I guess, a safe, intimate space for us to connect with you in the same way that we would over a podcast interview, but also connecting you with each other and giving you that shared experience and really normalizing those kinds of conversations and sharing that kind of information about your family background and life lessons you've learned and all that good stuff that we have discussed for the last four years on the podcast, making those conversations more accessible to people who were waiting to be interviewed, wanting to be interviewed, or who maybe were never comfortable reaching out for an interview, but can still benefit from having the conversations in a more private way. So yes, that is a little bit about what the Reflection Series is. It lasts for five days, and it's just a simple group chat that we open on Instagram with one cohort at a time. And yeah, we have fun for five days together. And then you guys have the option to continue the conversation with us on the newfilipina.com and officially join the Tifa family after that, if you'd like. Otherwise, you know, we just see you around on on the virtual um, metaverse over there. <laughs> yes on iTunes. Well, I guess over here we're here right now <laughs> yeah exactly you see us here like yeah. even if you choose not to move forward it's okay because we're still here like we have these monthly IG live shows and you know group chats and one thing I love about the reflection series which again it's free I always like to mention that because people are like well, how much does it cost like oh it's free it's free oh my gosh could you believe um it's free free Fridays but what I like about it is we leave the group even though we are not prompting people with new reflection stuff to think about. What I love the most about the reflection series is that even though when the five days is over, we still leave the group chat open. So for people who, let's say, couldn't respond right away, they can take their time and respond later, maybe in the week following. Also, it's a great way for the cohort members to stay in touch and to connect with each other on Instagram. So I really love how we keep it open-ended to you know anyone who chooses to stay in those group chats. Um, and then, of course, we're still very much active here on Instagram Live and all that good stuff so we can stay connected with you in that way. And then if people are looking for another level of, of engagement with us, that's what we have our, our free newsletter for. Wow, I can't talk today. That's how we have our free newsletter and which you can check out in the bio link of our Instagram account here. All in all, it's just great to have kind of this entry point for people who want to engage with us and get a taste of what it's like to share your story with our community without having to do what Nani and I are doing, which is being on camera and talking on a microphone. Like you can just do it via text. And one thing I like to encourage people, Nani, is to log on to Instagram via desktop because a lot of people in these cohorts share a lot about their lives. And the last thing I want people to do is to like, you know, mess up their posture because they're like texting all the time. And I'm just like, you can actually, you know, go on Instagram via desktop and, you know, continue typing further there. So, you know, there's lots of ways to engage with us in that way. And one of the main topics in the last two cohorts we've had, Nani, without like bringing up any names or specific stories is there's this general theme of kind of what brings people to our show is, is they're either one or two things. They don't feel Filipino enough or they don't want to identify with being Filipino. They kind of like don't feel like they're enough or they're kind of pushing away that identity for a number of reasons. Like one of the so for the second, like I think the not Filipino enough is I think we all feel that to a certain extent because maybe people say, oh, well, you don't speak Tagalog. Therefore, you know, oh, you don't look Filipino. Therefore. But I also I think it's very interesting for the latter people who push away the identity because someone invalidated, you know, how they felt about being Filipino. And so they thought, you know what, if I just reject it, if I just minimize it, 
then it won't hurt so much. I would rather say that I'm a descendant of, you know, Filipinos rather than saying I identify as yeah. Filipina because of A, B, and C. And so Nani, what has it been like for you to engage in these conversations so far, especially in this particular topic? Well, I think first, before I get into that, I think also both can be true at the same time. So yeah. you can, I think for a lot of people in our community, they feel both of those things, you know, shame for whatever the disconnection is they feel with their culture and also wanting to reject that part of their identity because they feel shameful about it. So yeah, I think that is kind of the common denominator that we all share in this community is in some way, shape or form, we've all felt that. And oddly enough, the disconnection that we feel is what brings us together and connects us here in this community and really provides that support that we feel like we're lacking. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is first and foremost, just a really beautiful thing. And yeah, it's been really interesting to engage with folks in this reflection series, especially on this topic. I think that in this specific cohort that we're talking about right now, that's the first time I've ever heard someone present their Filipino identity that way as mm. descendants of Filipino immigrants rather than I am Filipina. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. And I also, you know, when that person shared their experiences as to why they do that, I could totally relate. And, you know, I've had several conversations and interviews with people on the Tifa Project podcast that I've expressed that to or that have also expressed the same. And so I think that my second thought is that the reason why most of us, no matter what we look like or why we feel disconnected, but the reason why we do feel disconnected is because Filipino looks so different, so many different people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's impossible to fit us into any one box. Yet, you know, based on these like traditional cultural identifiers, i.e. food, language, phenotype, we are still typecasted into that. And so again, the disconnection that we all feel from being able to proudly identify as Pinay is what actually brings us together and strengthens our cultural identity. Yeah, I really like that. You know, one thing I mentioned in one of our group chats is that part of why I continue to lean into embracing who I am is because I'm never going to not be Filipino, you know? Yes, so I, I, I when could, you say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm never not, right? So it's like I could either, you know, be self-loathing, which is not great for anyone's like long-term mental health, or I can find a way to, you know, surround myself with people who will mirror my perception of being Filipino or Filipina and also like provide the same to other people, like being that healthy mirror to each other and saying like, hey, you may not look like A, B and C. You may not have A, B and C, but I see you. I see you as Filipina. You know, I yeah. see you as someone that identifies as Filipino, no matter what anyone else says, no matter, you know, no matter. Because you feel that way, you truly know who you are and where you came from and who your parents were, who your grandparents were. And I believe you. You know, I believe you. Like some other yeah, people you may don't not. have to prove yourself. Yeah. And it, it's a gift to give that validation, you know, to people in our community because in validating them, like I feel validated. It's like, oh, they feel validated because I'm validating them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's great to be that person, to be that mirror for other mm -hmm. people and let them know, like, like we see you we believe you, we see you as Panay. And it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to do that. Yes. Likewise. Yes. Word. And that said, we also have Weta Hera with us. 
Yeah, I think they that's were, Sarah. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Great to see you. Uh, past guest on our show. And we also have the morning Mar BB. Thank you for joining us. Happy Friday. Hello. I realized I did not put an announcement on Instagram that we were going to go on live. So thank you all for catching us anyway. I know that in our community, the newfilipino.com, we do have an event calendar. So people know what events we have going on. So that's another fun reason as to why part of our community, so they know when our upcoming events are going to take place, such as our Instagram live. And so anyway, as a recap, if you are interested in being part of our reflection series, it's a free five-day reflection series that takes place on Instagram. And right now, it typically starts on Mondays. And so if you are interested and you want to bring along a friend, just direct message us on Instagram and we'll be happy to add you to the next cohort. And uh, once again, it's free and it's just a ton of fun. Like I honestly, like I'm at a place now, Nani, where it would take a lot for me and I think for us to just listen to one person's story, you know, one hour or so at a time. And so it's become more fruitful to hear, you know, a collection of stories in these kind of group chats. And so I'm just so appreciative that people who join it create a safe space for each other, you know, to share their stories. Yeah. Because I know, I, I know that we're good at that. Like, I know we're good at that. But to have other people to exactly. help us with that. And I think that's yeah. the biggest, like, benefit of the IG Reflection series is that we're essentially giving people the same floor to tell their stories, but we're also in real time connecting them with their audience, yeah. you know, so that they can hear or read, I guess, the impact that what they have to share has on other people uh, in real time. So I think that that's the most special thing about it too, aside from us being there, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We know you all like us being on there, but we also like to allow other people to help Connect. us create that safe space. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on, I really wanted to also talk about the amazing, amazing conversations we've been having lately on the newfilipina.com. Remember, this is our app for the Tifa Project. This is for anyone who wants to be in community with us and more importantly, with everyone else who listens to our show to you know, continue these kind of conversations. Like if you had enjoyed the reflection series and you want to continue to dive in deeper in conversation and even have day-to-day -day conversations with our community, that's what the newfilipina.com is for. And so also you may be wondering, why is it called the New Filipina versus the Tifa Project? Well, if you listen to- Good I don't know, question. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you actually listen to, I believe the first episode that came out this year, I know Rachel's probably going to look this up for us. So Rachel, <laughs> you wanted to if look you're up- still here. Like if you <laughs> wanted to look up, I think the first episode of the year where we announced the new Filipina.com, we actually explain at the very end why we decided to name it that. And just a quick spoiler, it was inspired by our book club, in which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. But before we get to that, I do want to share just some of the hot topics we've been talking about in the Chismas Corner. So the Chismas Corner is really the first place that people get access to when they join us on the newfilipina.com. And this is really just an opportunity for us to talk about anything and everything. Some topics that we address on there, and I'm going to pull up the page right now and hopefully nothing shuts down while I do this. <laughs> so in the Chismas Corner, we have topics such as life and culture, personal development and entrepreneurship, and also what are the latest news right now, whether it's news that's going on with the Tifa Project or even news, like exciting news that our members want to share. And so, for example, I know Rachel had a big, big, big announcement that she wanted to share with our community. I'll leave it up to you, Rachel, to announce it to everyone if you want to. But, you know, she recently revealed kind of like a sneak peek as to what to expect 
And so early congrats to you, Rachel. I won't spoil it for everyone on your behalf, but to have our community share like, you know, what's going on in their lives and giving us the opportunity to celebrate them is something that we like to do in the newfilipina.com. Before I get into any of the hot topics that I wanted to share today, Nani, is there anything you wanted to share about the newfilipina.com or the Just Miss Corner specifically? No, just that we're having so much fun in there. And if you haven't already joined, I hope that you stop by and check it out. Awesome. So I wanted to bring up these topics in case any of you in our live recording also want to just have something to contemplate for the weekend. Quick shout out to Rachel. Thank you for sharing the episode. So if anyone wants to learn about how the newfilipino.com came to be, check out episode 152. I didn't even know that. So thanks, Rachel. Episode 152, Rachel shared it in the IG chat thing here going on. So thank you so much for that. That's how I know Rachel's there. (laughs) Just like watching the whole time. Okay. So this is what I like to do. The the cool thing about the newfilipino.com is that when you think about most social media feeds, what typically pops up in your public feed is dependent on, let's say, the last thing you clicked on or the last profile you looked at, or it's a paid ad. With the newfilipino.com, we have a public feed, but it's a curation of our community. It's what they want to share. And more importantly, you can actually customize your public feed here. So for me, for example, I can organize it based on the last activity, like seeing who's the last people who posted or commented. You can also sort it based on like, oh, I just want to see the post that I listed and see if anyone engaged with it. What I'm doing right now, what I'm going to share is I sorted our feed based on topics that have been most popular on our show right now. And so that is one thing I really love about our community is just being able to customize your public feed you know, for your entertainment, where I feel like, you know, when you think about social media, Nani, I know that part of why we're sort of like anti-social media sometimes is because of just things that get shoved in our faces that we didn't even want to think about to begin with. And Mm -hmm. now that it's in our face, we're like, oh, that's on my mind. And I didn't even want to think about that to begin with, you know? Right. Yeah. So one of the topics that we've been talking about in our community right now is this question. What's one way a community has impacted you? And I want to give a shout out to one of our newest members on the newfilipino.com. Her name is Nicole, which is a friend of Suki's. So Suki's here. Oh, hi, Christine. Hey, Nani. Hey, Christine is here. <laughs> Christine's on IG Live. Hi. <laughs> and so I'm just like watching like who joins the room on occasion. And so Nicole says in the newfilipino.com answering the question, what's one way community has impacted you? She says, I truly believe that community equals connection. And connection is at the root of what we all seek to feel seen, heard, welcomed, and valued. Wow. I agree. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) We got a lot of responses to that question when I posted it. And I loved everyone's like elaborate responses. And I think that Nicole's just really nicely sums up what everybody said, Mm -hmm. kind of at the core of their message. So yeah, I thought it was a really good pick to represent the kind of conversation that we have going on over there on the newfilipina.com. Yeah. And app. I, I kind of picked these like comments based on what's most recent. So that's where I got it from. So shout out to Nicole. I love that. Community equals connection. Connection. I, I have to read this again because this is really good. Connection is at the root of all that we seek to feel seen, heard, welcomed, and valued. And in talking about the reflection series, I'm so grateful that we were able to create that small community within our reflection series to make people feel this way, to feel seen, heard, welcomed, and valued. So so much that at the end of one of our recent reflection series, some people commented like how much more proud they feel now, you know, to be Panay, despite having, let's say, tucked away that identity because 
of other people saying that they're not Filipino enough. So it just takes the right connection to feel seen, like to feel seen and to also like feel validated for for your existence and for your identity. Any thoughts? (laughs) No, no. I think that that was, again, a really beautiful summary of the extensive conversation that we have going under that poll. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, seriously. All right. So the next the next hot topic we have had on the new Filipino.com is this question. I I think it's a great question. Describe the biggest intergenerational conflict you've experienced. Well, I know a lot. Oh, dang. I'm in the wrong. I'm trying (laughs) to look at the other responses as we're talking about it, but I'm in the wrong prompt, I realize. Oh, (laughs) but we should share that one, too. But yeah, go ahead while I I find the one that we're on. Okay, cool, cool. The in case you want to find it. Yeah. Where is it in life and culture? Yeah. What I do is I just go to the public feed. So if you go to the left column right beneath discovery, there's just Mm -hmm. feed. Right. So when you select that and then when you're at the feed, you can uh, choose how you sort it. You can sort the feed. So I would go to sort by and then select popular now. Gotcha. And then when you do that, when you scroll down, you'll see oh, you'll see why I picked I picked these because these are I literally see. the top the okay. top topics. Yeah. Ooh, well, I learned something new today. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 this is what I mean by customizing our feed. It's the best thing ever. Ooh, and wait, before we move on, we have a comment in our IG live chat on our last question, which was Wait, what was our last question? The last question was, describe the biggest intergenerational conflict that you've Aha. experienced. And <laughs> the morning Mar Bibi says parenting styles. Ooh. Amen to that. <laughs> I think that that is, aside from the answer that we're going to share from the newfilipina.com, that would be my second runner up as to my own personal experience. So thank you for dropping that in the chat. Man, I have a lot to prepare for in the future. But anyway... <laughs> All right. So I want to give a shout out to Hannah, who is also one of our Chismas with Jenanani podcast subscribers. So thank you, Hannah. And also, she might be here live right now on Instagram. So oh, yeah. happy to have you. I did yeah. see her in here earlier. Yes. I, I talked today. I said, I know. I can't. It's the caffeine, man. It's like yeah. too much caffeine. <laughs> too much caffeine. And it's Friday. Yeah. So Hannah shared, Hannah, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me sharing this. So the biggest intergenerational conflict that you've experienced. So Hannah says, I would have to say therapy. And opening up to a therapist has been the biggest intergenerational conflict. And without getting into any more details, she talks about communicating certain struggles to certain people and how difficult it is. And trying to set boundaries with older generations in her family, she says she also struggles with. Yes. So communicating certain struggles as well as setting boundaries. And I think that from what I could tell in the thread, Nani, this was very relatable to so many people in our community. I mean, mm-hmm. one therapy aspect. I remember when I was young, I somehow, I think it was like nearing college. And I, I told my, my uncle that I wanted to study psychology because I wanted to be a therapist. Although I never, I never became a therapist. Maybe an unofficial one, but I can't say that out loud. Definitely uh, an unofficial one. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember telling my uncle, I was like, I want to be a therapist. And then he says, oh. So do you want to work with crazy people? Like that was his first response. Yeah. And I was still like, you know, I think I was like nearing the end of high school. And I, I think I had already like, I don't know if I chose my major already at college, but I, I knew I wanted to be like, I wanted to study like psychology or something. But that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. And, you know, coming from an upbringing where talking about your feelings and your problems was non-existent. And I would even go as far to say a luxury because it's like, if you have anything to complain about, 
then that means you're not grateful for, you know, what family has provided you. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of like challenge of, you know, seeking out therapy. And I feel so fortunate that for the recent years, I've really taken advantage of my mental health by seeking out therapy and even till this day having a therapist. But it took a long way to get there, you know, and and I think a lot of it had to do with like, just having that faith that if not this, then what, you know, like, I couldn't stay stuck in my traumas or my perceptions of the world, because it, it wasn't helping me propel forward. And so I somehow some way knew the value of it. And I don't remember what was a turning point for me, but I'm glad that I did it. And so kudos to Hannah for not just seeking out therapy, but also opening up to one because that's a whole other challenge in itself. Like I remember talking to my therapist, my, my first one, and I just felt so ashamed for opening up and expressing myself. And then I felt like I spoke too much because the hour was already done, <laughs> you know, and it just seemed like the therapist was just sitting there staring at me and, and they're like, OK, so do you want to do this again? You know, and I was like, do what again? Like I was just talking. You didn't say anything, you know. But anyway, what are your thoughts about that before I continue rambling? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty interesting and crazy and wild how one comment like that, like the one your uncle made, can change the whole trajectory of your life, you know, because Mm -hmm. it sets up this like limiting belief in your head that makes you think, oh, you know, like that's not how I want people to see me or that's not how what I want to do. I don't want it to convey like that, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what had anything to do with how you then pursued your interest in psychology, but just wanted to throw that out there. And secondly, in my personal experience, I think I've watched a lot of people in the older generations of my family struggle desperately with mental health issues. And Mm. because of this stigma that exists around it, really, really suffered from it, even to the point like I've had people pass away in my family who you know, I'm not going to go into detail about that, but it was definitely a matter of mental health in the beginning. And it was a problem that just kind of rotted and rotted until the ultimate, you know, bad thing happened, which was passing away. And Mm -hmm. for our generation, I'm just so grateful that it's a more normalized experience. And also there is social conversation, there's podcasts, there's, you know, online bloggers or influencers or whoever that's making the larger conversation more accepting and more just encouraging of people seeking help and also transparently sharing that it's not a linear process. Like finding a therapist is like finding a partner. You know what I Mm, mean? Like, yes, you have to date a few people to find the right fit. You have to find someone who makes you feel comfortable, but also is able to hold you accountable and communicate with you in a way that you can, you know, receive things in a way that you're ready to receive things and kind of meet you where you're at. And all of those are like ever evolving things because you're always changing too. So where you might've started with one therapist, you might feel like you've gotten all you can get from that relationship and, you know, have to evolve and find another to serve whatever your current situation is now. So it's not just like this, like make a doctor's appointment and go and you'll be fixed. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that unfortunately, the older generations in our families suffered not only from mental health issues themselves, but a lack of overall awareness and knowledge of what therapy actually is and what it actually does and what it actually entails and how it helps, you know, because they couldn't see past the idea that it was so socially stigmatized and they didn't want to be put on front street, apparently, just like you felt when your uncle made that comment. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a sick cycle that 
our generation is really breaking through. And I'm personally grateful for it because I'm someone who struggles (laughs) greatly with mental health issues from time to time. And without therapy, I'll just say therapy has really changed my life. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think the way just to kind of transition to the second part that Hannah shared, a great way to tell if therapy is working is, I mean, I think, is by setting boundaries, setting boundaries with people that you love and care about. And like one thing I I had shared in in the newfilipina.com is that I realized that I was outgrowing people or outgrowing certain people in my life. And I also realized that it wasn't necessarily that I was outgrowing them but I was outgrowing who I was to them. And you and I have talked about this privately about some people in my life where I am challenging myself to find the language to like evolve those relationships by like just subtly setting boundaries, saying like, hey, I'm only available to talk to you like once a month or once a quarter or, you know, let me get back to you when I'm ready. Like despite getting a number of text messages of like, hey, please message me. I miss you. Please message me. And it's like, you know, just learning, just like seeing how people honor my boundaries based on what I tell them. And so that's been very interesting to witness and to also realize like, wow, I didn't realize how accessible I had made myself to certain people in my life. And now that I have outgrown my need to be so accessible to certain people, I'm realizing the challenge and kind of like the level of compassion I really want to give. It's like, how do I, how do I do it so kindly, but also firmly that the way that I used to make myself accessible to certain things, it's not going to happen anymore, you know? And so I think in addition to like really the result of good therapy, I think is learning how to set good boundaries. And so I can relate to that in regards to like the boundary setting I've been setting nowadays with certain people in my life. Yeah. And it's hard, like Hannah said in her comment, when she tried to assert her boundaries at first, she was met with a certain kind of like resistance or Mm -hmm. refusal to understand or accept. And that's also another part of it is like, just because you've come to some realization, you know, in therapy or however else, doesn't mean that when you go out into the world and try to enforce those boundaries or put those new learnings out into your relationships that the other people are ready to receive them. So that's another aspect of it that you also have to consider another reason why I'm just grateful that our generation and specifically our Tifa community here is really Mm -hmm. normalizing conversations around this so that we can equip ourselves with the language to communicate with older generations or people who just are convinced that their way is the best way and, you know, that we have to follow it. Yeah. How to have those conversations with them in a way that is honoring yourself at the same time that you're honoring your family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for the sake of time, Nani, I did want to share one more topic, but you're all just going to have to check it out (laughs) at the newfilipina.com at the Chismas Corner. But yeah, these are some of the really fun, interesting, thought-provoking, I dare say life-changing conversations that we're having in our community. And I feel like the New Filipina is really that step up from the reflection series if anyone's looking to, you know, continue their dialogue further with us. So it's been fun. And nowadays, it's, it's like I, I already wasn't really active on social media to begin with. Yeah. But like, this is more of a reason as to why I'm just not because I'm on our, you know, our version of social media. I'm on our app here at the new just like responding to everyone's messages. And I feel more fulfillment and engaging here more so right. than I ever had on other socials, you know? Yeah, it's like we're able to get back the original reason why we created social media to begin with. And (laughs) that's like genuine 
connection and a safe space for conversation. Yeah. Well, moving on for people who, let's say, want to have more exciting, like intellectual conversations, like what we're having, we have our monthly book club and we have a new book. We announced the book that we are reading now, Nani. And so for March 17th of 2023 is, by the way, did you know today, the time of this recording, it's 3-3-2023, by the way, I'm just saying. Yes. I noticed it on my calendar today. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, look at the date. Lots of threes. Yes, I did. (laughs) So now, you know, like when this episode comes out on Tifa, you're like, oh, I know when they were recording. It was on 3-3-2023 because it's like a kind of cool thing. I even have it in my agenda here. It says 3-3-2023. It's great. (laughs) But anyway, on 3-17-2023, that's March 17-2023, we are reading a new book. So we've gone through some incredible books since we started. And let me give a recap if I can recall all of them. So we first started with America is in the Heart by Carlos Bulosan. And then we read uh, Little Manila is in the Heart by Don Mabalan. And then we read Latinos of Asia by Anthony Christian Ocampo. And then we read, wait, I know the name. Uh, Speak Up a Knock by Dr. Abby. Oh my gosh, is, is that four books already? Okay. And Wait. Is that four? What <laughs> about, one? did we do Little Manila's in the Heart? Yeah, I said, that was the okay. second one I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then now, now we're so excited to announce that we are reading In the Country by, wait, Nani, do you know how to pronounce the, the last name? I think name? it's Mia Alvar. Alvar, okay. In the Country by Mia Alvar. And so, Nani, why don't you tell our viewers here today the journey from like, you know, the kind of books we started reading to why we're reading this book now, which is in case anyone is wondering, it's a series of short stories. Yes. So this is a piece of fiction. I think it's our first fictional book that we're reading. And it's a collection, like Jen said, of 12 short stories about just life in Filipino America or in the Philippines and Filipino America and in the diaspora in general. And we decided to go with this book because if you're familiar with the titles that Jen just read off to everyone, we have been reading a lot of like densely historical books, Mm -hmm. which has been great for our learning. But I think that we're all kind of burnt out in the sense of we want to read something a little more light and creative. And I don't know how to better describe it than that, but we just wanted to switch it up a little. And so we had a few different suggestions from the group. That included, you know, like self-help books, fictional books, activity books, like cookbooks, Mm -hmm. which we are going to also be engaging with for our book club. So uh, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on in the book club because you can do so much with the content that you find from all of these Filipino-American authors that, you know, we have this long laundry list of books to get through now because there are just so many and, you know, they dabble in all different conversation topics and Uh, book genres. And I'm just feeling a little bit more refreshed about switching up the type of reading that we're doing for this month. So I'm excited to get into this one. Yeah, me too. And in addition to this book, one thing that we're trying to experiment on right now with the book club based on everyone's feedback, because this book club is, uh, you know, it's a collective effort. It's all kind of based on what everyone wants to read. It's it's a yeah, it's a collective decision. And of course, there, there goes Rachel again, just totally posting on on IG for us. Thank you, Rachel. So (laughs) in case anyone wants to know about the next book club, it is March 17th and the time zones are there in the comments below. But in addition to in the country, we had this discussion about, well, we also like one of the books that everyone was demanding 
was the Filipino instant cookbook. And I, I don't know if that's like the correct name, right? Instant but it's, pot. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a Filipino instant pot cookbook because someone over here happens to know one of the co-authors, Nani. And, <laughs> and so we are trying to find coordinate a time, hopefully, to you know, have them be a part of our book club and talk about the recipes and and how they kind of discovered these kind of recipes specifically for the Instant Pot. So if you have an Instant Pot, I have an Instant Pot. I use my Instant Pot all the time, by the way. I still don't have an Instant Pot. Yeah, someone (laughs) buy Nani an Instant Pot. Like if there's anything you can do for Nani, buy her an Instant Pot so she can use this recipe book to someone. I will give you her address. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can mail it to me and then I will mail it to her. I don't know. Okay. That that, that actually would be very expensive though because it (laughs) come all the way to Virginia and then I have to like repackage it. Okay. We're not going to do that. But anyway, so yeah, we we figured that, okay, well, the recipe book, we don't have to read it as in depth as a book like in the country. So we thought, so one thing we're kind of experimenting on right now is like juggling two books, you know? And so- Oh, Jay Salas knows. We know one of the co-authors too. Oh my gosh, this person. These people are popular. Not I know you guys. And also the morning Marbibi said that she bought in the country and have yeah. yet to read it. So this is perfect timing for you to join our book club, both of you, so that you can A, read in the country with us and B, yeah. do what we're about to do that however much Jen is going to <laughs> divulge right now. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We'll so, be interacting um, with these co-authors. Yeah. What, one of the things we're trying to do right now is to bring authors to our book club. And so we were very fortunate to do that with Dr. Abby with Speak Up and Knock. Now three-time TEDx speaker, by the way. She is Oh, yeah. Incredible. She just did the third, huh? Yeah. She just did her Congrats, third one recently. Dr. Abby, if you watch the replay of this. <laughs> yeah. So just shout out to you. And our book club found that so fun, you know, to be able to not just read the book and discuss the book, but to actually talk to the author directly and so that's part of our efforts now is to try to, you know, invite the authors to join us while we read their book. But anyway, so that's kind of where we're at right now. We have two books going on in the country as well as the Filipino Instant Pot uh, recipe book. But if anyone is interested in reading in the country with us, I do want to let you know now we are reading the first three stories. And let me see if I can read what the stories are. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. So the first story is The Contrabita. The second story is The Miracle Worker. And then the third story we're reading in the short stories of the In the Country book is Legends of the White Lady. So once again, that's the Contrabita, the Miracle Worker, and Legends of the White Lady. And I know that Rachel over here is already reading the third story. So Rachel, you let us know how you're liking the book so far. And I do want to mention to everyone like watching for the first time, and maybe you've never been part of a book club. What we love about our book club is that we don't necessarily require you to read the book. Sometimes people can just show up and like listen in on how other people interpret the book. In a way, we kind of use the books as an excuse to get together. So if you really don't have the bandwidth to read right now, but you want to hear other people's interpretation of the book, or you just want to hang out with us, you can still join us in the book club. There's no requirement for you to read to be there. So I just want to make sure we let people know that because I think that sometimes people feel that extra pressure. And yeah, we are really like a laid back... (laughs) book club. And depending on who shows up, we we have all sorts of fun conversations on there. But you know, if that's something you are interested in and in being a part of, we would love to have you be part of our book club. If you want to learn more about it, you can check out thenewfilipino.com. You can also private message us here on Instagram and we'll be happy to give you more information. But there you have it. So those are that's the main book we're reading right now in the country with Mia Alvar. And then on the side, we are starting to kind of skim through the pages of the Filipino Instant Pot Cookbook. Speaking of which, Rachel has shared the title here. Rachel, I just love how you're here. Like this, she is on it. You're just on it. (laughs) 
So the name of the book is called The Filipino Instant Pot Cookbook, Classic and Modern Filipino Recipes for Your Electric Pressure Cooker by Tisha Gondag Domingo and Jarrell Domingo. So wonderful, there are wonderful more stuff. co-authors too, but those are yeah. the two that I'm in contact with right now. Awesome. Love it. Love it. By the way, we had a couple of people join us. So Flippy Keats, A.O. Pierre. Crystal just joined. Hi, Crystal. Okay. Hi, Rachel. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. Y'all, I am sorry. I hey, accidentally Crystal. hung up. I accidentally, I don't know how I did it, y'all, but I accidentally hung up. I'm so sorry. Whoops. Okay. How do I wave at everyone? It's not letting me wave at anyone. <laughs> I am so sorry I hung up on everyone. I'm sorry. This I don't I literally hilarious. don't know how I did that. I did not know how I did that. <laughs> hi everyone. Life of David. Life of David. Thank hi. Hi from Miami. How's the weather there? It must be like starting to oh, get hot yeah, there. Yeah, you live in Miami now. Yeah, I'm that's so awesome. jealous. I wish I could come visit you. There, I just waved. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. I want to apologize. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I ended the live. It's okay. We have people here. All right. All right. So, Nani, let's go get back in the headspace. What were we doing again? We were talking about... Oh, I that's think right. we, we were, were recapping. out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's probably what we we're doing. Okay, so as a recap, the book club is going to take place on March... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot my filter. I got to turn on my filter. Maybe that's yeah. what happened. It was like, Jen, your filter is like too much. I'm going to hang up on you. Here we go. There's my filter. I just... Okay. Okay, cool. Hi, everybody. Okay, so Rachel likes the reading so far. So in the country, it's interesting to see different perspectives of the characters in the stories. And I want to apologize to everyone again for for hanging up. Okay, for cutting so, us off. As a, yeah. So as a recap, we are reading in the country the first three stories, and we're going to have our book club on March seventeenth. We'd love to have you there. Learn more about it on thenewfilipino.com or uh, DM us for information. So, um, all right, moving on, Nani. One more thing I want to mention is for people who have missed out on our past workshops or missed out on our past IG lives, or they just want more content from you and I. Well, that's where our private podcast comes in. You know, the Chismas with Jen and Ani private podcast show. And one of the latest episodes that just came out on there is actually the replay of the workshop we did with Rising Filipinas. So shout out to Therese, Lynn, and Marianne for welcoming us to partake in your workshop series. But Nani, I know it's been some time since we had done that workshop. Any thoughts about what it was like? And yeah, how was it like? I <laughs> think just go if there. you guys struggle with time management or how to organize your time to fit everything on your plate and get tasks and projects done. We dropped some really great knowledge in that workshop that has been really pivotal for everyone that we shared it with. Everyone was like, oh, I'm going to implement this right now, you know, as I have done. And I have found that it's a really great starting place to just evolving your personal organization system, like how you organize all the things that you have to track on, on your head, whether it be for work or for home or for personal development, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, I think that that was a really great workshop that we did with Rising Filipinas. And thank you again to Therese for inviting us on, Therese and Marianne and Lynn. Yes. And let me just read a little snippet as to what this workshop is about. So the title of this workshop or the title of this episode, episode 50. Wow. Big 5-0. Nani, we did big 5-0 for the Chismas of Jen and Nani private podcast. I know. That's a lot. <sighs> yeah. That's another milestone that we should celebrate. Yay. We're celebrating it right now. Here we go. Let's just do that. We'll just... <laughs> we did it. So the title of this episode is Find Purpose in the Present, Joy in the Journey, and Blessings as You Build. Building Sustainability with the Build as We Go mentality with Jen and Nani. And so once again, we do want to give a shout out to the Rising Filipinas. That's Therese, 
Lynn, Marianne, and everyone else who's involved with the Rising Filipinas team for the opportunity to not just speak at the workshop, but to also provide the replay to our community here at uh, Chismas with Jen and Nani, private podcast subscribers. And so I really enjoyed listening to it a second time, Nani. I feel like even though we were the ones teaching and re-listening to it, I even learned something again from what we mm-hmm. were teaching. So it's just funny when you're able to, you know, re-listen to something. It, it's kind of like going back to like an old movie and like you like interpret it differently because you're a lot older. Like yeah. it's not exactly the same thing, but I'm trying to give that kind of comparison as to how it feels like to re-listen to stuff like that because, you know, we were like in the moment presenting it. It's one thing to like actively present it. And then it's another thing to like watch yourself present it. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize I sounded like that. I didn't realize I said that stuff. That's very smart. <laughs> yeah. So, Sidebar, yeah. I was just listening to our first interview with Stacy the other day, like oh my gosh. way back in the day. I think it was episode 25. And yeah. I was feeling that exact same way, like listening to us talk and even just like me talking to Stacy. I was like, oh my God, I sound so young and naive <laughs> and also passionate and like, articulate in a way that I don't feel I am anymore. So (laughs) I totally picked up like all these different things that I didn't think of or have takeaways about the first time around. So I think there is something to be said for listening to these episodes multiple times and especially at different points in your journey, because although the message remains the same, you can always like apply it differently depending on what's going on in your life now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, on that note, Nani, I felt like today was just such a fun day to recap all of the amazing conversations we've been having in our communities, whether again, it's in Reflection Series or in the newfilipino.com, in our book club, you know, and even just this recent podcast episode that came out on just Ms. Jen and Nani about with Rising Filipinas. We just have had a lot of activity going on and I'm incredibly grateful for all of that. And as we come to a close last month, You really liked how I brought up a quote to wrap up our conversation. And so this time we decided that you were going to pick a quote for us to wap up our conversation today. So Nani, what do you have for us in our community? No pressure. I have to read it. Okay. (laughs) All right. So my quote is from James Clear, who is the author of uh, the book. I think it's called Atomic Habits. But honestly, you guys, I might be wrong about that. He's an author, though. And he says... The responsibility of any creator is to do the work, not judge it. Your job is to fall in love with the process, not grade the outcome. Boom, mic drop. Yeah. I know that you were listing a number of quotes that you liked from him before we started recording. And that one really stood out to me because I feel like that's where we're at. You know, we're so focused on this journey of building our show, you know, something that we hinted at in the workshop with Rising Filipinas. One of the things we talked about was. Uh, the build as we go mentality. And this is the mentality. What that means for us is we are building our project as a collective, you know, like it's not just you and I putting out there what we think our community will like. We build upon the feedback of our community. I mean, yes, part of that is listening to them and and kind of like judging our own content, I think, in a way. But in reality, it's like we're so focused on, you know, building this based on everyone's collective feedback and reactions that honestly, I don't have time to like really, really sit back and judge what we've created. I mean, we leave that to the listeners. Honestly, we leave that to everyone's feedback, whether you leave us a five-star review on our podcast or join us on the newfilipino.com or DM us to join us on our reflection series. Like to me, that is like, I would rather, you know, receive that kind of judgment or feedback in this case than for us to just sit here and kind of judge our own content because we're just so built busy in building. 
And anyway, I hope I made sense. Did that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, it totally yeah. made sense. There's a time for reviewing and analyzing and there's a time for creating and just like in the quote says, falling in love with the process. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I know that you shared the quote. So is there anything else you want to share or any thoughts you want to share about about that quote before we wrap up? Um, just that I feel like I have heard the same kind of core the meat of this advice in multiple different forms or quotes or sayings or whatever. And um, it's always a good reminder, I think, to refresh and re-bring back to the top of your mind because it can get lost, especially in the culture that we live in, the society that we live in. Everything is about appearance and outcome and what you're able to produce. And, you know, there are certain standards that you're held to. And sometimes you need to remember why you're even working towards the outcome in the process. And if -hmm. you don't like, you know, the journey that you're on to get there or what it takes to get there, then maybe it's not the right outcome for you. And I think that we just live in a world where we're also influenced, like easily influenced by each other and the outcomes that we present that we often get lost. We lose our own internal narrative quite often. So I think it's just a good thing to keep top of mind. Yeah, I agree with you. You got a bunch of hearts for that, Nani, on oh, IG. Thanks, uh, whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, we have a bunch of people who joined us. So again, sorry for everyone who joined us in the last one. And I accidentally hung up on everyone. But we have our list of home, I think is what is what your username is. Tittle, Tuttle, Tuttle Publishing, Leslie Alejandro, who I believe was a past guest on our show. Hello. Joyce Treasures, Hey Jammin, BLK Belt Soprano, and thank you for the hearts. But yeah, yeah, I guess in wrapping, the last thing I want to mention about that quote. So once again, I'll read it one more time. The responsibility of any creator is to do the work, not judge. Your job is to fall in love with the process, not grade the outcome. And you know, this goes back to the, the one thing I want to wrap up on is um, this goes back to what I was sharing at the Rising Filipinas workshop is to find joy in the journey, you know, purpose in the present, joy in the journey. And, you know, for me, I'm not really a big like goal setter because my perception of setting goals is like setting New Year's resolutions where it's like you're so fixated on a certain outcome that sometimes you miss out on the blessings that you actually do receive on your way to this outcome that may never be attainable. And so that's a whole conversation for another time, y'all. Like it'll take a while to tell you all my thought process here. But I really love that. Just falling in love with the work, like falling in love with the process of building the show and you know, I don't think I would continue to be doing the show, Nani, if, if I didn't enjoy it, if I didn't enjoy it with you and if I didn't enjoy it with, you know, our community and all the conversations we've been having at this point. Hello, not your nanny. Thanks for joining. We're about to hop off, but thanks for joining us. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. We'll just end there. Happy Friday, y'all. Nani, any closing thoughts? No, just happy Friday and everyone have a great weekend and we will see you on our app on the newfilipina.com. Yes. Yes, our app. We're calling it an app now. I was calling it something else. I know you just missed us. Not your nanny's like, oh, okay, you know what? We will restart this whole recording just for you. Okay, ready? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we got to head out. Uh, but yeah, the replay, in case anyone's wondering, this is a live recording of us actually recording an upcoming episode. And so if you missed out on today, no worries. We will have the replay of this on our podcast, tvaproject.com, either next Friday or the Friday after. It kind of depends on how editing goes. But we're glad to have caught you for a second. So you can't see, but my hands are like out, like open right now. But this filter is like covering my hands. So just know that my hands are like trying to open wide up and saying, you know, you'll see us. You can see on my shoulders. You'll, 
Nani can see it on video. She's like looking at me right now. <laughs> Just kind of like me being so expressive. Anyway, we love and appreciate you all. Happy, happy Friday. Uh, We hope you have a great weekend. And just stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, our free podcast, tfawproject.com. That's a Filipino-American woman project.com. Go ahead and subscribe and you will get the polished version of this. So you're not going to get this unfiltered or this kind of weird filter thing I have. It's not going to be as cool, but maybe it'll be cooler. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Have a good weekend, y'all. Thanks for watching. And we'll chat with you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Filipino American Woman Project podcast show. Ready to tell your story? DM us on Instagram at the Filipino American Woman to join us for our free five-day reflection series. Check out the show notes of this episode to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter for the latest show updates and episode releases. Lastly, if you're ready to dive into community, download our app and join us at thenewfilipina.com. That's all for now. Chat with you next time.